Welcome to the West Side Podcast, where you can find real help for real life. We hope you'll take a second right now and subscribe to this podcast and let us know how we can help. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com. Now join us for this week's installment of the West Side Podcast. Welcome back. We are in week three of growth groups at Westside this fall, and we're having a blast. I'm here with my friend Nancy Castile, coach, psychologist, and we're actually in her office space in Portland. And we're going to be talking in this little session about how do we move from intention to action? How do we really take ownership of what God is moving us to do? And so I want to kind of pop in with a thought, and that is back in the days of the apostles. And you see this story happening, you know, and you might look at yourself and go, well, I'm far from an apostle, um, working on maybe being a follower of Jesus. Uh, that's, that's where we're, most of us are working on. But how do you get to the place where you feel like you have a clear and powerful place to go in life? That's something that you think God is asking you to do. And, we all uh, learned in our services this last weekend about what's called the Great Commission. Jesus says, go make disciples, teach people what I've taught you. And uh, and it's this, this big thing. He says, go do this. And it's called the Great Commission because it becomes our mission. If you're a follower of Jesus, there is a universal thing that God wants all of us to do. And it, it involves knowing Jesus sharing Jesus with other people, you know, being a person that now is in God's family. And then he's got some instructions for us that are universal for all people to, you know, to learn to become like him in character essentially is what that is. But there's also a unique calling and mission that we all have. And we find a little bit of information about that in Acts chapter 13 in the New Testament. This is after the church has started and started to really expand rapidly. And you have these apostles who are leading it. And uh, we, we pick it up in Acts chapter 13. I want to read a little section of Acts 13, where it says, among the prophets and teachers of the church at Antioch were Barnabas and Saul. And it mentions Saul, whose name was Saul before it was Paul. So Paul the apostle. Barnabas and Paul. If you're a person who maybe uh, has read the New Testament, you might recognize those two names, particularly Paul the apostle, St. Paul. Uh, these guys were in a church. They were asking questions about what was next for them. And all of a sudden, they got it. It was this moment of clarity. And boom, it's like God made it clear what their mission was. And so it says, set apart, uh, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I've called them. And that resonates with people at different stages and in different ways. But the idea would be, what if God has a special work for you? And maybe you sort of have an idea of what it is. Maybe you don't. I mean, there's a universal mission that we're all on, but there's also a unique mission that God has for every single person. This is different for each person. And part of our journey in life is to discover that. In this Change Your World series, we're really hoping that God would move all of us into a place where we're we're super clear on what our unique mission is in this season of our life. And, you know, you might pause and go, well, I see people like that who they seem like they're just on it. They seem like they just, they know what they're supposed to be doing. They're making a difference. They're plugged into whatever that is, that big, you know, purpose that they're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. 
But I don't know how I get from where I am to, to where they are. I don't know how to become that way. And so we're going to unpack that a little bit in this session. And that's why I invited Nancy in is to help us to how do we get from intention? We all want that mm-hmm. to actually live in that way. Well, and first of all, Gabe, I was thinking um, what kind of things get in our way mm-hmm. before we're ready, kind of like Paul and Barnabas, because I think in Acts it talks about Paul or Saul and Barnabas um, came to it after prayer and contemplation. I can't remember right. the wording exactly. And so, yeah, they were, pray- they were praying, praying and fasting, praying and fasting with sorry. a group. Right? And so, yeah. yeah. So, so before we go to that quiet contemplation, um, I wanted to ask everybody: when you're thinking about what your mission is, what you're th- when you're thinking, am I living the life I? want to lead the life I should lead, whatever that would be. Um, am I, am I where I want to be? I'd say, I want first to ask you, who are you listening to? Mm. Um, consider who's speaking into your life right now. Um, and in a way I want to go, Hey, get rid of the garbage, you know, whether that's historic garbage. Um, I mean, I certainly know for myself that I had, uh, dad that nothing was ever good enough. So I had some of those voices, mm-hmm. his voice, um, still in my head as a, as a young adult and not so young adult and all of that. So who are, who are you listening to? And also in your life right now, who are you listening to? And what I'd say is pay attention to the people's lives when they share their opinions. Are they living a life that you admire. Are they, if they're not, then don't listen to them. (laughs) Um, Get your advice from people who are clearly showing you that they're implementing what they're professing to you. Uh, And that that they have a life or pieces of the life that you would like to have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we talk about like, modeling or when we model our behavior after somebody or something like that, you know, imitation is, is not stealing stuff from somebody. We, we, we can see things that other people have and we see how they went about that and getting them and and we can mimic that. Yeah. Shoot. Even the apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Exactly. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the first part. So my second point would be, are you stuck in a woulda, coulda, shoulda hmm. kind of frame of mind? Are you, are you spending time dwelling in that rear view mirror that if you've heard any of our midweek motivation podcasts that we've done yeah. together, I've talked about the rear view mirror, which is you're looking back at history. You're looking back at what happened in the past. Nothing you can change, nothing you can make different instead of going forward. Um, are you spending time thinking, why me? Why can't I? Uh, I wish I could have. If I'd only been able to go to school, if I was only better, a better student, if I, if I had a better childhood, then I would have been able to. And I'd say to that, stop, stop that because nothing is stopping you from shifting that. We're not victims in our own life. Okay. So no that you don't have to stay in one place. Sometimes our pride gets in the way and sometimes we are like, well, I can't shift because, you know, 
and make too much money or if I shift it'll look like I'm a failure or oh, you know point. all yeah. of those kind of things so so just know you know we only have so much time and energy every day and those are limited resources so how are you spending your time and energy are you doing something that is of the value that makes you content of the value that is bringing purpose to your life that is helping others that's a positive mm-hmm. influence in the world mm-hmm. and that brings you the stuff that gives you meaning gives your life meaning um we're continuously evolving so just keep that in mind um one thing i was going to say my example was i've been so impressed by it some of you in the church will know nick tiffany I am so impressed by him because at he's not very old but at his age which is not the young spring chicken of 20 or something like that 25 he's going back to school right now and he's changing his career and he's developing yeah. into this new profession which I just think that's amazing that's so awesome so use that as an example he's one who's walking the walk right now he's walking his talk and and those are the kinds of things to think about. So if you think like, hmm, purpose would really be doing something that I have to go back to school for. There's nothing that says that how you did in school in the past means it's the only way that it's going to ever be. So, but that moves me into the better into the intention how you move from intention into action. Yeah. I think in that quiet contemplation Try to get clear on who you are, what you're good at, what brings you joy, what are you passionate about. If money didn't matter, what would you do? What would you be doing right now? Oh man, that's that's a question that we could all spend a little time on, isn't right. it? If money didn't right. matter. Yeah. Well, because some of us are going to find that our purpose is going to be connected to how we earn an income. Yeah. Because we live in a capitalistic capitalistic society, so we're going to have to earn money to live. Mm-hmm. Um but others may find that their passion or their purpose is going to be in a different place. Maybe it's going to be in working with people in a church. Maybe it's going to be in the boys and girls club, so, you know, or something like that where they find that it's not something that's going to earn enough money to pay rent. Yeah. But I can have this job over here but I know that my purpose is really developing yeah. in what I'm doing outside of those hours that I'm earning but, income. And, and I think a good example would be the apostle Paul. He was an apostle, a church planter, a teacher, but he did all that for free. He actually made tents. He was a tent maker. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, for that's how he paid Clearly, his bills. I probably should have known. Hey, that's all right. We learn every so, day. We do. We do. So, ask yourself when you when you come up with those questions and you start start brainstorming how can you expand those things that bring you joy that bring you that you're passionate about how can you expand those into the rest of your life um so <clears throat> the other piece is and it's something which um I've been learning a lot more about lately that's very important in kind of where west side comes at all of this and that is connecting to Christ connecting to community mm-hmm. connecting to your calling with those being kind of successive yeah and and i think where are you at any given moment on that continuum um it's going to shift it's not like sure. it's always going to be 
one direction, but I mean, clearly living more Christ-like, mm -hmm. uh, those values, those, those attributes, those are going to lead to, you know, having commitment in, in whatever you're doing in life, creating a purpose-filled life. Uh, and then that's going to lead to you finding out what your calling is. So, yeah, and maybe that word calling deserves us to unpack it a little bit okay. because there can be some mystery around that, right? Sure, sure. Um, we've even talked and joked a little bit about that before. Like, you know, I've actually never, God's never actually called my phone. You know what I mean? And, uh, or we I say, did you hear God's voice? Dial. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Jealous. But, you know, we might ask a question like, have you heard God's voice? And I mean, it's not like we're not being literal about, at least I've never heard God's voice. Right. But, you know, but I, but I mean, I, I definitely have thought, am I doing this right? Like, yeah. how, like when do I know that God is actually speaking yeah. to me? And knowing that in that quiet contemplation, your answers to those questions, who you are, what you're good at, what brings you joy, that can be God speaking mm -hmm. into you. Yeah, I like to think of it as nudges, like God nudges us. And yeah. a lot of times if you want to hear God's voice, he's going to do it a lot of times. He's, it's going to be reinforced going to be in, in concert with his word. So it's going to be aligned with what he already showed us. The universal is going to be in place before the unique comes into place. Mm -hmm. um, but those those nudges. What do you prompts. mean by that? Yeah. So I think that the universal piece of our lives will be in place um, in terms of going, I'm, I've decided I'm going to follow Jesus and I want to, and I want to grow in character like him. And so my unique calling is not going to come outside of that and be like, oh, but you don't have to be like Jesus, so you can go over and do that's God's calling for you. It's not. It's always going to be under underneath, you know, Perfect. what is God calling every follower of Jesus to, to do and be. Right. Inside of that, there's going to be a lot of unique things that he can Absolutely. nudge us toward, right? Well, and I think that actually also spurs me on to say, like, I think that God actually calls us to say, like, say you're an accountant and you go, well, I really love numbers and I really love doing this job at our, our bookkeeper or something like that. And you think, but that's really not a calling, but why not? Mm -hmm. Because Absolutely. I think, again, be the best at whatever your chosen work is right now and, and do it where it impacts people, mm -hmm. you know, because even if you're working with numbers, you're working with people's numbers, mm -hmm. you know, and I think, again, I think we mentioned this, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, um, that again, just you could, you could go about that work and say, I'm going to help demystify money. I'm going to help to, mm -hmm. you know, have people uh, fear it less or, you know, anything like that. And it could be even, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I work at a grocery store. I'm going to help to have access to food mm -hmm. and, a, a decent environment to bring your kids into mm -hmm. so that yeah. you can get what you need because we're humans and we have to eat, you know, think anything like that. Um, so one thing in all of this um, is to really think about how do I add value to my world and your world can be your home. It could be your mental life. It could be mm -hmm. your, your church. It could be your group of friends. It could be the world. I mean, it's on all sorts of levels. Um, and understand your natural strengths. All of those questions up here are going to help you to identify what your natural strengths are. Um, or your gifts. And if you haven't done, and I, I'm not, this is not a, a shameless plug, but if you haven't done the spiritual gifting workshop, um, my husband Matt and I, we did that. 
And I found it to be really interesting because it, it is almost like a, an exercise in doing what I'm asking you to mm-hmm. do right now. Um, because it's not just like, it's not an exercise of how, how, what are your spiritual gifts in order to figure out how you can fit into what the church needs right. at all. It's more about how can the church help you to find your, your purpose, mm-hmm. your passion, your gifts that you can provide, you can provide in whatever fashion it makes sense mm-hmm. within the community. Um, well said. So, um, yeah, so sign up and go. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> if you're, if you're unsure what your strengths are, I mean, so oftentimes we don't, so oftentimes we are so quick to know what our weaknesses are, but we really struggle to be knowledgeable on our strengths and be proud of them because it seems like you're being boastful or you're yeah. not being humble. But I think it's really imperative to know what are your natural strengths and how can I put those to work? So, well, and let me just say this, Jesus says, go make disciples. And then he's, he, he goes, Barnabas and Paul, I'm sending you to the unique work I've called you to. It's not like we're not going to be accountable for that, you know? So he's expecting us to do that. And you have to acknowledge your gifts in order to get that done. Absolutely. So it's like, it's, it's, it's essential for us to get real clear on what we're really good at and to be very aware of it. And then how can you use those strengths? Um, you know, uh, spending more time dwelling on those strengths than trying to hide your self-perceived weaknesses. <laughs> we do a lot of that in this life. Um, so how can you make a positive difference in the life of other, lives of others? Uh, what is your purposeful action every day towards those steps? Sometimes it can be really hard to think of, okay, so I would love, I've always thought I wanted to do this. I want to work with kids. I don't know. I'm just Mm. pulling something up. And what would need to happen if you don't know how to come up with some small sequential steps towards that, then talk to somebody, read a book. I put up a bunch of books here. Um, Read something that actually is really good at saying in this time of your life, because actually there's some books here um, that actually are for different parts of your life, different stages in your life, Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I'm looking at my third chapter in life and what am I going to do with that? And it's going to still have helping people, um, but it might have a little bit different twist to it. Mm-hmm. So be open to thinking that through. Um, I love that advice about like uh, looking ahead and seeing sequential, small sequential steps. That's so good mm-hmm. because that's actually how we kind of move out of where we've been into where we want to go. Absolutely. You look at somebody else and they're plugged into their purpose and mission and all, and, and it seems impossible to get there. But they got there one little baby step at a time. Absolutely, yeah. they did. A hundred percent. That's why that's that's why I say, you know, yes, listen to the people wh- whose lives are lives you wish you had, but understand that they don't have something you didn't have right. or you don't yeah. have. They just have taken those steps already. And if you if you if you're not looking at somebody who's like on a, a YouTube video that you have no idea who they actually are, but you're you're looking at somebody in your own life, ask them, mm, what did you good. do to yeah. get there? That's great. Um, that's the way we change our world by one step at a time. Yeah. Um, and I would leave you with a, a quote by, I love this, a quote by Carlos Wallace. I don't know who Carlos Wallace is, but I wanted to <laughs> give him a little bit of kudos there. And that is, occupy your thoughts with purpose 
And you'll be so busy pursuing a meaningful future that there will be no time for doubt, chaos, and disappointment. That's great. That's great. Wow. I hope that has meant as much to you as it has to me just sitting here having this conversation. And what we're going to ask you to do now is a go to conversation with your group. There's some things we can work out, you know, and we're doing this in community on purpose because that's how we get sharpened. And, and we're just so grateful to be on this journey with you. Hope you have a great time in your group. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Westside Podcast. We hope that you'll be taking some next steps in your faith journey, and we'd love to help with that. The most important step you can take is following Jesus. And if today you decided to make that step, we want to encourage you and help you. You can text the word Jesus to 503-905-9067, and we're going to send you some things in the mail to help you grow in your faith. We also would encourage you to stop by this Sunday for a live service, either online or on site right here in the Portland, Oregon area. You can find out more at Westside Community Church dot com.